are back with another podcast you can't refuse here on the godfather, godfather minute i am alex robinson and i'm, and I'm andy robinson and we are the godfather, godfather minute, minute. <laughs> we're talking about the movie the godfather one minute at a time uh broke down and discussed and analyzed by uh, us your That's host it. you ready for your italian lesson yes Alex? what minute are we doing today senor a minuto a minuto numero numero 22 22 Gotta use your hand 22 22 Excelente Minuto numero 22 Whoa, I was in the home stretch I messed it up 22 22 22 22 you, you got it You're getting better every time That's true I do want to point that out Thank you uh, You know you're doing so, so well You're ready for my my audio cassette Italian program Alex Really that you, sounds intriguing What <laughs> What's it like? Well it's great You can learn Italian just one minute at a time And before you know it You'll be able to interact with uh, Italian speaking people all over the world Everyone from bakers to corpse jockeys No not corpse jockeys Corpse valets. Corpse valets. <laughs> how, much would you exp- how much would you expect to pay me for that kind of service? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, we are discussing Minuto Numero Vente Due You got it, oh, nice wow. Grazie. Uh, Grazie. And uh, we've just heard the story about uh, brains and contracts mm-hmm. last, uh, last minute And this one it kind of ends with Michael doing a little uh, little, uh, little uh, Not a summary, but What would uh, you call it? Yeah. Anyway, he says that's not me. That, you know, he says that's a true story. That's a true story. That's how. That's how it. Because yeah. then he does say, "That's my family. That's not me." I'm guessing he says that because that that's probably myth or because uh, she heard about Luke. Frank Sinatra. Exactly, and, and it's <laughs> probably lore in in that world in that time, and so he's confirming. He's like, "That's a true story." Also, the other weird thing about um, the Frank Sinatra Dorsey thing that we discussed last minute mm-hmm. that I forgot to do um, that story happened in like 1946. Mm. So the so the Johnny Fontaine's oh, I guess it's around the same time. Yeah, it is right after the right at the end of World War Two. Right. Oh, but the Johnny Fontaine story happened eight, eight years, years earlier. So, like, so Johnny like Fontaine was actually first. Yeah. So uh, yes, yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Wow. So I think Michael says that's a true story because he was Mario Puzo was imagining Frank Sinatra getting all mad and being like, "That's a true story." Oh, yeah. like, no, it's not a true story. <laughs> it keeps bringing it up throughout <laughs> yeah. the whole movie. Hey, okay, remember I told you that story earlier? In case anyone disbelieves it, it's a true story. They should have had that in three where they're reminiscing about their times together. Like, remember that story I told you about Frank Sinatra? <laughs> I thought I told you it was Johnny Fontaine. Oh no, that was Frank Sinatra the whole time. I just didn't want to get sued. <laughs> And by the way, his friend, uh, and by the way, Kay's friend, I'm mixing voices. By the way, Kay's, his friend, uh, uh, not Humphrey Bogart, who is the, the cowboy that we were joking about. Ronald Reagan? At the dinner, the dinner party. Oh, oh, John Wayne. Oh, by the way, John Wayne is a wimp. <laughs> he's, he's getting back. And yeah. Oh, you should have put that in Godfather 3, because that's what yeah. it happened. All right, well, we're still talking about minute yeah. 21, because that minute was so good. So, uh, the line, that's my family, Kay, that's not me. Mm. For some reason, mm. that strikes me as a very, it's a very important line, I feel like, mm-hmm. because obviously at this point, Michael is, you know, separate from his family. And mm-hmm. and then um, 
uh, you know, later on he becomes the head of the family and then worries about being, mm-hmm. you know, losing his family, being separated from his family. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a, it's a, it's a line with a lot of, uh, you know, foreboding, I guess, behind because you, oh, you know, you know, what winds up happening and, mm-hmm. and so on. So, and he's working so hard as the movie progresses to mm-hmm. do all these things for his family. Yeah. But in the end, we know what happens. So it, it is interesting how, so, he, how his mindset changes and despite his efforts. Right. Well, he, I guess he different. feels like his hand was forced. Yeah. Because of uh, well, I wonder what Michael. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't want. That's not the way Pop wanted it. <laughs> that's the way no, I that wanted is the it. Way Pop wanted it. <laughs> no, that's not the way Pop wanted no, I said, it. I said that is the way Pop yeah, wanted it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, but, uh, but it really wasn't the way Pop wanted it. It's like, oh, I expected something else for you, my son. I wanted oh, you to be true. Senator Corleone. But, he, but Corleone. it was the way Pop wanted it for Michael to take over. Yes, but not so, originally. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. originally. Because, you know, Fredo. Yeah. <laughs> now, I want to go back to Fredo's nightclub <laughs> just for one second. Wait, did we talk about this in the bonus content or in the regular episode? That was on the bonus content last week. Okay, so we talked yeah. about Fredo's Mickey really Mouse having nightclub. a having a nightclub called Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse nightclub and hiring someone to be the Fredo Corleone character in the nightclub that you could co- go into the nightclub and pick yeah. on him to make mm-hmm. yourself feel better. Yeah. Would that person look like Fredo? Would you hire a Fredo impersonator? No. Why not? Well, because if Fredo runs the club, he's not going to want someone who looks like him oh. being. Uh, <laughs> Being this, dude, if anything, it would be like Sonny. Like, they would look like it. It would be like James Sonny because, you know, they're like, oh, now he's some big fan man in charge. But of course, the Sonny would be like kind of like ugly looking, yeah, which is like with a wig, guy. you know, <laughs> like the suspenders <laughs> and the, the white. Mr. Fredo, we need more ice down in the ice machine. <laughs> Shut up, you. Shut up, Sonny. Go sit down. <laughs> Fredo really convinces himself that it's Sonny. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah. Back um, to the minute. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do this. I wonder part. what Michael would have done mm-hmm. had fate not. Let's just, let's look into the future where <laughs> where uh, the Turk comes to the Don and says, "I have this deal, and mm-hmm. uh, a million dollars is you know a little investment." Salud. The Don was like, "Yeah, I'm going to take you up on your offer," mm-hmm. and then. The wars between the five families never started. And Everyone gets into drugs. Michael was not pulled back into the family. Mm. This time he's out and they're not pulling yeah, him back I in. Well, I wonder what he would have done. Would it have been Senator Corleone or Governor Corleone? There probably would have been enough time, Alex. So, but, because but, yeah. he would not have had to put so much time into maintaining the family. Because war is not good for anyone. Yeah, that's I mean, true. It just, it's, it's not good for business. What is it so. good for? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> So I don't know. He probably would have. Or but, maybe, I don't know, maybe he still would have gotten pulled into the business. Well, because the other question is, if all if the Corleones had gotten into drugs, mm-hmm. the other families would have too, likely, mm-hmm. to compete. Right. And totally. Because the Corleones are definitely setting the Yeah, the as long standard. as they don't sell it into schools. Yeah. But then, inevitably, there would have been probably some type of bad blood like they say in the book and in the movie every few years i think clemenza is one of yeah. every few years there's a war so maybe at one point michael would have been pulled in but that was a real formative period for him he had just come back from the war he probably didn't have much to do yeah and also like the turk says like the don was getting sloppy yeah so you know mm-hmm. he might not have uh, but then again if things had if 
depending on the timeline, mm-hmm. it's possible that the Don might have been semi-retired and handed it off to Sonny at that point before he got shot. Yeah. And then yeah. Michael would not have. Although, I guess if Sonny dies, does Michael automatically come in, no matter where he is? Like, if he's like a, a city councilman, mm-hmm. you know, with an upwardly rising career, mm-hmm. I guess he would feel obligated to. Because, you know, if, if Sonny, if the, if the Don was gone, mm-hmm. just died of old age, mm-hmm. and then Sonny was shot... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he killed on the causeway they massacre him so then like would fredo take over well and maybe at yes maybe at that point fredo would have come into his own he'd be more confident more time it's hard to believe i, know. I think that would be like the that would mark as like the the, the end of yeah. the like that's when things started to fall apart because I mean, you have to though, think if fredo's in charge like some of the like frank fantangeli and those guys might start like defecting over to like the the starting their own family yeah or or just becoming captains under tatalia or no. barzini or one of those mm-hmm. guys or yeah. those risotto brothers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those risotto brothers <laughs> they don't respect nothing they should really hit him now while they got the muscle <laughs> by the way uh in in last episodes bonus content we talked about scenes we would want to see that we never did mm-hmm. a lot of frank pantangeli scenes oh totally Definitely yeah. like his beef with the risotto brothers yeah. all yeah. that uh so to answer your question i'm not sure what michael would have done he probably mm-hmm. he's smart uh he, he's smart he <laughs> he's smart he i'm sure his father would have bankrolled him to do whatever he wanted right, to yeah. do yeah there is a part in the book hero. i'm gonna i'm gonna confess i'm not i read it but i'm not prepared to talk about it today mm. but are you pleading the fifth not pleading the fifth, <laughs> as it is my right to do so but i think it's sunny so when don carleone is shot mm-hmm. uh, michael gets involved with this whole salazzo mccluskey thing and while sunny is still alive sunny shares with michael that he always knew michael would get involved with the family business oh interesting yeah which is not in the movie yeah but in the book he says i i always knew a kid that and he and believably he wasn't just giving him a hard time he's like i yeah. always knew even when you went off you would come back and work for us wow yeah i don't think of course at that point he's saying you would lead the family yeah, I, I don't be, think actually i gotta go back and check he yeah. sonny may even comment on that but probably not i could i would see him being more of like a tom hagen type of role like mm-hmm. not a not calling the shots but facilitating yeah he'd be like the the gray guy who's like seems legit but yeah you know which I guess Tom Hayden kind of like is. a Mo Green, huh? Oh, but Are Mo you Green. If I like Mo Green, <laughs> no, I'm saying would he be a Mo Green type character? I don't think no, so. No, because no. Mo Green made his bones. He he worked his way up from yeah. the bottom. He'd be more. I don't think we we don't really see many. Maybe in Godfather Three we see some crooked politicians. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously we see Senator Pat Geary, but Pat Geary is contemptuous of the mob yeah. at that point in, mm-hmm. in Godfather Two. I picture him being more like he'd be like a senator and. You know, yeah, getting into politics, or you know, yeah, a councilman, yeah, (laughs) or maybe starting to run some of the legitimate businesses. Absolutely, helping the Don transition to really what he ended up doing for the family, or trying to do, trying to do. Yeah, the thing is, every time he got out, they would pull him back in. They would what? They would pull him back in. Yeah, I guess they did, didn't they? Yeah. Um, be funny if in Godfather Three when he says that line, yeah, K or not K, uh, Connie and Al, I think, who are both in the kitchen mm-hmm. with him when he says yeah. that, they're like, no, they we didn't pull you back in. You, you, <laughs> no, no, they pulled me back in. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, frankly, Michael, they're kind of sick of you hanging around I all know, the time. They're trying to, why don't you take a racquetball or something? <laughs> Come on, you need to relax. There's your hobby. There's your hobby. <laughs> 
Barlow. <laughs> so um, speaking of Michael, mm-hmm. uh, I was going to uh, showcase a bit about um, Al Pacino, the actor who plays him. Excellent. Uh, specifically, uh, he was a very uh, new actor at this point. He only had, I think, three credits. Oh, really? He did one movie, a TV appearance, and one other uh, thing. Yeah, he looks very young in this. Yes. And especially in this opening scene where he's wearing his Marines uniform and talking to Kay. Yeah. And uh, Francis Ford Coppola really fought hard, even though they wanted to replace. Like, I think they wanted Robert Redford for uh, mm. for the Michael Corleone mm-hmm. role, which is mm-hmm. weird to imagine. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so I was just curious as to how big of an Al Pacino expert. How many Al Pacino has done 56 movies? Oh, my goodness. Uh, do you want to see how many Al Pacino <laughs> how many movies I know? Yeah, how many, how many can you name? Devil's off? Advocate. Well, how about this? What, what are some of your other favorite Al Pacino performances? How about um, that? Heat is a great one. I've never seen oh, Heat. Oh, fantastic movie. I like those kinds of movies. Is that Cops. The one, yeah, is that the and, one with... Robert De Niro's in it. He plays yeah. the villain. Well... If you look at it that way, yeah, is he there, plays a bank robber. Is Al there a movie where God, where God, where Godfather, <laughs> where Al, where uh, Marlon Brando either does a scene with either Al Pacino or Robert De Niro? No, you're thinking of another movie. Um, it's a, it is a bank, it's a heist movie starring Robert De Niro and Edward Norton, and Marlon Brando, I think, is the one who, who is is sort of the the behind person, the scenes behind the scenes guy who, who <laughs> pulling the strings who yeah. <laughs> He seems to he seems to always find that role. I think he just is the one who connects them with the job, and there's an opening scene. So there's no scene with them together. Oh no, there is. No, no, with with Robert. So Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and and Marlon and Marlon Brando. Yeah, okay. Al Pacino's so, not in that movie. Right, though. Yeah, they never they, they can't touch because that will yeah. rip a hole in the space time <laughs> continuum since they're the same person at different ages. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and so Heat is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Devil's Advocate with Keanu Reeves. No, it's okay. It's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that was definitely in Al Pacino's later years. Oh, what are the other big Al Pacino movies? I don't know if it counts as a big Al Pacino movie, but uh, oh, I think s- Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Oh, that's a fantastic movie. Al Pacino is not yeah. in that. Is yes, he? yes, yeah. He's the he hotshot funny? salesman. No, that's um, Alec Baldwin. No, no, but Al, Al Pacino is one of the... Oh, Al, he is. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the... He's probably the best of the yeah. those, that pack of lawyers. Yeah, he's like, the, he's like the sunny Corleone of that yeah, group. Exactly. He's like the hot yeah, shot, yeah, yeah. Run, yeah. running the show. And it's yeah, just it's at that great. edge of Al Pacino being hammy versus being a regular performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I guess the, the cliche is that he, gets, he does a lot of yelling yeah did you ever see that one where he was blind what was that one called uh oh the scent of a woman scent of a woman I did yeah. see it I thought, yeah. that was the he invented the you know, came up with all that, that, that represent his full transition to the modern day elderly al pacino oh, yeah. right <laughs> the mature al pacino <laughs> the full power the ripening of al pacino yeah, yeah i liked it well dog did, day afternoon oh classic and that yeah. of course has uh john has Cazale Cazale in it too. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I also saw Scarecrow, I think it was called, with Gene Hackman, one. very yeah. old one from the 70s, mm-hmm. which I only saw once yeah. when I was on this kick of watching all these older 70s, and I, I remember really liking it. Serpico? Have you seen Serpico? I have not seen Serpico That's another yet. young, mm-hmm. like, uh, I wasn't knocked out by it when I saw it. No. Doesn't but, that have a classic line in it that is mm, often repeated? I'm Serpico. They call me Serpico. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They call me Serpico. <laughs> 
Serpico. <laughs> no, I don't remember if there's a, a line from that one. Yeah. It's a bunch of movies I always get confused, like Marathon mm-hmm. Man, Serpico. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Marathon Man. Is Al Pacino in Marathon Man? No, that was Dustin Hoffman. Oh, oh, that's right, because they, they cross over sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that middle, not now so yeah. much, but at a certain point when they were younger career, when they were both kind of like... Well, they were well. They were both in. weren't Dustin Hoffman and Al Pacino in that movie where Dustin Hoffman played uh, mentally no the mentally challenged guy, and they were brothers going across the country. Is Al Pacino in that? Yeah, doesn't he play his old his brother? No, Tom Cruise is his brother in that. Tom Cruise is whose brother? Uh, Dustin Hoffman's brother. Oh, really? That's Tom Cruise. Yeah, t- oh. yeah. Where they're uh, what was that movie called? Oh, um, not Marathon Man. <laughs> Back full circle. <laughs> anyway, everyone hopes something. Is what we're man, talking about. Rain Man, Rain. Rain, Rain Man. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Al, that's uh, Tom Cruise and uh, and Al Pacino and Al Pacino. Oh, Dick no, Tracy. not Al Pacino. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman and Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> Zaza. Uh, I'm looking through his credits, and Dick Tracy is a, Al Pacino is a great uh, Al Pacino. I've never is seen the Dick villain. Tracy. It. It's it's not a good movie. It's an yeah. interesting movie mm. because it tries to be very like cartoony. It's very bold colors and the performance. Al Pacino is perfect because he's purposely hammy. Yeah. So oh, uh, perfect. A lot of people were saying that if because it came out around the same time as Batman, the Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. Batman, and people were saying if Al Pacino's one had been first, he would have been the one everyone's raving about because oh, yeah. his performance is a lot is, you know, it's it's a it's a funny performance, yeah. especially as an Al Pacino uh appreciate it yeah neat. so uh it's funny you should bring up dick tracy because just this week i was <laughs> this is unrelated to really what we're talking about but it's still kind of funny <laughs> it's only barely related to barely the minute related we're talking to about <laughs> we do have to get back to the minute too because yeah. i got a couple of things about well, it it's but, a very transitional but, minute not really much it is true, happens yeah. in it so it's hard to so am i allowed to use uh, profanity like the well, S we're word, talking about R-rated the movies. <laughs> yeah, I just think you can. Okay, so <laughs> if it's an R-rated movie, kids shouldn't be listening to this anyway. Someone said to me the other day, "No shit, Sherlock," mm-hmm. which is a common expression sure. of our generation. Mm-hmm. And then someone else, unrelated at work, said to me, "Oh, are you going to do your bet? Um, go and do some Dick. Tra- go and do your best, Dick Tracy. Yeah. In other words, go investigate yeah. something." And I. <laughs> I just started wondering the difference between Sherlock and Dick Tracy. If you're called that is, of course, someone says no shit, Sherlock. They're insulting you. But is there a, how do those two iconic investigators compare? (laughs) (laughs) At least in pop culture, just, I don't want to get into films and all that, but. Well, I think, I think the Dick Tracy one is a deeper pull Mm -hmm. because other than this obscure movie. Well, of course, no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) Yeah, walked right into that. <laughs> that one. was all a setup. Just <laughs> yeah, that. Nice job, Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there you go. <laughs> so, whereas Sherlock Holmes is constantly being, yeah, is re- rebooted so that every generation mm-hmm. knows about it. Yeah, so, not so uh, much Dick Tracy, which was originally a comic book, comic strip, comic yeah. strip. Okay. Yeah, and it still is a comic strip, but no oh, one, wow, no one really? pays attention to comic strips anymore. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so Dick Tracy mm. was once very huge, but uh, who who was. Who would you want solving your murder? If you were murdered, who would you want on the case? <laughs> who would I want on the case? Yeah. Like a, and uh, you want it solved. Let's but it has to be that. a pop culture. No, it's either Dick Tracy or Sherlock Holmes. Oh, Sherlock Holmes. Really? You didn't even pause. How come? No. Well, first of all, I'm a big Sherlock Holmes fan. Okay. And I don't think, I feel like Dick Tracy is more like a, he's not so much an investigator. He's a more hands-on kind of 
Is he a cop? I yeah, don't know yeah. much about he's a police. Tracer. He's like a cop, police detective. Okay. So I don't know. He just seems more. I know he's not by the books, but yeah. uh, but and then I've not read a lot of Dick Tracy, but I don't mm. know. He just seems a bit more square than I'd rather have uh, the Sherlock Holmes. Well, Sherlock Holmes is pretty square, but so square and nerdy, at least in the modern iteration. Yeah, he's, he's so cool. he's so square that he has gone past. Yeah. You know, he's like he's hip to be square. If you yeah, have Sherlock yeah, Holmes, got so, it, got yeah, it. So, so you would want Sherlock? Is are you saying also that Sherlock would be more likely to solve the case? Yeah, I think he totally. I think yeah. he is. It's hard to imagine a case that would stump Sherlock Holmes that Dick Tracy would be able to to pull off, yeah. unless it was like specifically okay. like Prune Face or a Dick Tracy villain. That Dick Tracy would be like, oh, obviously that's Prune Face killed him. Yeah. So he left a prune here by the side of the the crime. What about you? You know, let's expand it. What pop culture detective do you want solving your crime? <laughs> well, those are the only two. I guess there's Columbo. Well, there's a ton now with there's Law a and Order now. and CSI. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know. I would want. Um, Detective Mackey from the strike team. Oh, from the shield? From the shield. Nice. Okay. That's a good one. Assuming he's really trying to solve the crime. Because I know know Vic (laughs) Mackey didn't always try to solve the the mysteries. Yeah, that's true. If it benefited him not to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So back to the minute then? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So as we said, the scene is very transitional. It's kind of the end of... um, of uh johnny fontaine's performance mm-hmm. and then the don comes out to greet uh I, I, johnny. Do have, mm-hmm. I have one point i want to make so while johnny is singing in this minute mm-hmm. i it was noticeable how how much tessio was enjoying it he's standing stage right <laughs> with this huge <laughs> smile on his face just staring at johnny kind of smiling and moving his head a little bit <laughs> I, and it's hard to tell why he's yeah. smiling and is he, is he truly just enjoying the song and the experience or is he maybe in his mind remembering when johnny wasn't so popular yeah i was the same thinking like, like wow he's the neighborhood kid done good, done good or maybe yeah. it's the kind of thing where uh tessio is the one who introduced him to oh yeah the don and like mm-hmm. said oh you know this Mm-hmm. With some connection, but Tessio's like, oh, I kind of had, I kind of had something to do with this. Yeah, and maybe Tessio was at that dinner with Frank Sinatra, John Wayne, and Puzo, uh-huh. and Tessio was throwing oranges at Puzo <laughs> to support uh, yeah, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, those of you that are going to watch that, watch minute twenty-two. Keep an eye out for a very happy. Very content Tessio on stage, right? <laughs> Enjoying the performance. I wish they had. I love it when uh, when I was watching, I was watching um, Connie and uh, what's the husband's name again? Carlo! <laughs> Connie and Carlo to see what they, they were just kind of like hanging out and acting lovey. But it's fun, funny when actors keep up their... Like when, when, okay, so here's another level. Was Abe Vigoda just enjoying it on a surface level? Or was Abe Vigoda uh, like, oh, how would Tessio be reacting oh, to this scene? I'll never know, yeah. but maybe a little bit of both. Hmm. Yeah. I could, maybe the best actors do try to, yeah. would, if that's, would really enjoy the, the song so that it would come out in his performance. Yeah. Isn't that a method of acting? The, to, to isn't that called method acting? Or yeah, method acting there? is where you're like putting yourself in the shoe, yeah. like oh, like I'm looking to live as the yeah. character. So. Well, and wasn't <laughs> the actor who played Hyman Roth? He was a very famous, yes, uh, coach, right? Acting yeah. teacher, Stras- Lee Strasberg. Lee Strasberg. Yeah, and he, wasn't he a big method actor? Yeah, guy? yeah, he was a big, uh, a big method actor. Who hardly, mm. did, I think he only did like a handful of movies. One of them being because he was mostly yeah. a theater yeah. guy. So uh, fascinating. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, it would have been funny to see. You don't really think of Abe Vigoda as like an actor. You think of him as an actor and that he's in stuff, but you don't think of like him being like, oh, now what would Fish think in this scene with Barney Miller? Like <laughs> yeah. him being like, what's my what's my motivation? <laughs> like, uh, let's say Fish had a bad morning. He had a flat tire. Oh, and he doesn't, you know, like <laughs> and so on. Yeah. So. But, uh, but uh, maybe he is. The, the producers and the directors of, of Barney Miller are getting so impatient because he keeps stopping. Like, how would the detective? How would the detective? I can't do a good fish. How would the detective think in this scene? Barney, Barney, get, come on, punch it up. Yeah. Uh, so it would have been funny seeing like Tessio enjoying it, like Clemenza being all like, "No, this guy, he's like, he's no good. He thinks he's, you know, because he's also remembering Johnny oh, as a true. young guy, being like, uh, well, Frank I imagine he's all right." <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Clemenza off camera dancing, dancing to it all fast, <laughs> like it's the Fox, Godfather Foxtrot. <laughs> Paulie's like, "Hey, boss, you could stop dancing now. You know, Johnny's yeah. singing a ballad. I'll go do your job. Walk around the neighborhood. What are you, a dance judge?" <laughs> Is Paulie? Is Paulie's not in this scene? Is he? Oh, he's not in this scene. You won't see Paulie no more. No. I, oh, you know I no. I know when Johnny comes in a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. and ah, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. You dev, I remember seeing Paulie watching all the girls and smiling at that. But I don't. I don't recall him watching, being in this actual scene in mm-hmm. this shot. Yeah. Well, I have an interesting part of the book I'd like to share, Alex. As you know, can you guess? The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. That's right. On page 35, Puto writes, The whole wedding party broke... This is when Johnny's done singing. The whole wedding party broke into shouts of applause. The three of them embraced each other at the end. And that's Nino, his childhood friend. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, so we talked about that earlier. He's yeah. not in the movie, but he's in the book quite a bit. Uh, the guests begged for another song. Only Don Corleone, standing in the corner entrance of the house, sensed, sensed something amiss. Hmm. What would that be, Alex? Is it that his voice is weak? It's weak. It's weak, it, it's weak Alex. His voice is weak. <laughs> I wonder if he looked over at the Don and was like, oh, should I sing another song? And then the Don gave him some kind of signal, like either don't sing another song or, yeah, go ahead and sing another song. Oh, it was interesting because I think this next part is applicable. Cheerily, with bluff good humor, careful not to give offense to his guests, he called out, my godson has come 3,000 miles to do us honor and no one thinks to wet his throat. At once, a dozen full wine glasses were thrust at Johnny Fontaine. Paulie, took- more wine. <laughs> Paulie, more wine. <laughs> he took a sip from all and rushed to embrace his godfather. He took a sip from them all? That's what he <laughs> said, yeah. <laughs> He's totally wasted by the time. No wonder his voice is weak. He's like, <laughs> just getting trashed at his gigs. Uh, as he embraced his godfather, as he did so, he whispered something into the older man's ear. Don Corleone led him into the house. Mm. So I think Don Corleone did create this distraction and hey he's come all this way oh, let's yeah, get him yeah. some wine to yeah. kind of say he really shouldn't yeah. perform another song because don carly already sent already sensed his voice was mm. weak uh in the scene awesome? in the movie you hear brando saying something like oh he's come mm. all the way from california yeah. and then they do a little the, actually i think it's just him and mama and yeah and johnny do the toast they drink that, wine but, yeah they don't do the whole yeah. uh, more wine <laughs> stupid, <laughs> it's, it's, inter- it's interesting how i know the book really really 
makes Don Corleone seem very cunning, very thoughtful, mm-hmm. very intuitive, very observant. Sure. Which you don't always pick up. In the movie, sometimes, you, I guess you don't pick up on that. But in the book, they're very... Well, I guess you, you're, 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 meticulous you're privileged to more of their inside thoughts yeah. in the book. So, yeah, that's true. Know. I guess that's true with most books, yeah. too. Unless you wanted to have Don be like Sherlock Holmes. like, so I, I see your voice is weak. He's like, what? How did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you came in, I saw you touching your throat. <laughs> and I noticed you were only drinking anisette instead of the usual champagne cocktails. <laughs> Uh, so the song ends. They mm-hmm. they all the Godfather and Hagen leave. Um, when it goes into that classic Godfather wedding music, yeah, and they all drink wine. I want to point out one other aspect to this. Mm-hmm. I noticed, and I call me crazy, but call me. But you can also call me Dick Tracy. I think the drummer of this band in this shot uh-huh. looks just like Chris Farley. Chris Far, funny man, Chris Farley, very funny man, black, very funny man, black sheep, Happy Gilmore, Chris Farley. Are you talking about uh, what was that one? White Ninja. What was the one he did where he played a black ninja? sheep? No, no, there was one where he played a white, um, black sheep, white ninja. <laughs> there was one where he played a ninja, a fat ninja. Oh yeah, it was. Um, it was uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. Beverly Hills White Ninja. White Ninja? You really thought it was called that? Kurt, that's oh, like, it's because he never got past his white belt. Yeah, well, right? I think he's wearing a white costume in the thing. So oh, right. I thought it was more like that than about the, yeah. you know, or, you know two, works on two levels. Yeah. So are you saying, are you, are you postulating that this is actually Chris Farley? Yes, like, I am. That was young Chris Farley? Or yes, is it a time-traveling Chris Farley? Possibly both, but probably the first. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a young, it's a time traveling young Chris Farley who went from like 1979 to like 1979. Yes. Not even when he was famous, just when he was still a struggling <laughs> actor. Like, but interestingly, mm-hmm. he looks like an older Chris Farley. Weird. So maybe it was just maybe sort of this alternate universe where Chris Farley didn't die, or maybe he. Not even an alternate universe. Remember, he really didn't die. He faked his death just to rehab That's without true. without yeah. Hollywood spotlight he on him. Count Kaufman, and then he somehow went back in time as an older drummer in a big mm. in a big band era. You always wanted gig. to be in an Italian Italian wedding uh-huh. band, <laughs> or maybe he went back in time in the hopes of getting into the Don's office to ask him a favor to not. To hey, keep these drugs away from me, I need to clean up. Uh, and that's why the Don was so anti-drugs. It's a dirty business. Oh yes, drugs. that's it. <laughs> he was just doing it to protect Chris Farley. <laughs> well, to protect Connie because he needed the drummer in the band. Oh. <laughs> well, once the wedding was over, he totally should have been okay with it then. Yeah, but he never. He didn't know what the future Chris Farley could come back again even earlier, oh, yeah, and then mess up all the drum beats. Once you get into time travel, it gets yeah. very. It gets yeah. tough to keep track mm-hmm. of things. So, uh, so check it out. Go back, all you, mm-hmm. all y'all. Listen a minute. Look at minute twenty-two and look in the last few seconds for your favorite drummer, the White Ninja the himself, white, <laughs> Beverly Hills White Ninja himself, Christopher Farley. So, speaking of this minute, what do you? Uh, how do you rank this one? Technically, Marlon Brando mm-hmm. does say uh, a line in it, but uh, it's a tough one. You mostly just see him from the back. I I enjoy watching Tessio enjoying the song performance, mm-hmm. but this is one of those minutes yeah. that we we talked about earlier. It's a Johnny Fontaine slow one. I'm gonna say two. <sighs> yeah, I think I have to agree with you. I mm-hmm. think other than Michael's line about 
that's my family that okay that's not me i think that the rest of it is kind of yeah. you know it's a it's a it's a breath between yeah i think the next scene is of course johnny fontaine oh yeah you know uh, yeah i mean we're we're, we're going to be jumping Although there is a bit where where Tom Hagen's looking for uh, Sonny. Does that come up next? Anyway, we'll find out. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm uh, going to. Yeah, it's minute 22 two. also. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. I gave it a two. You gave it a two. 22. <laughs> now, if we were going to take seriously my theory of Chris Farley coming back in mm-hmm. time, I, I would. What do you mean if we're taking it seriously? <laughs> well, then I'm giving it a five. Okay. <laughs> time traveling Chris Farley and making a, a drummer appearance in yeah. Godfather 1 is a five. If you look very closely in the next minute, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to just to, you'll see, like, Chris Farley disappearing in like a beam of light as he's being transported <laughs> back to his own time so uh, this mission was fulfilled so uh, keep an eye out for that it was a heck of a time with the lighting so uh so are you keeping it at two also i'm gonna do it do it say with me vene do way or give it a 22 22 that's Whoa. how much i like it <laughs> nice so I noticed we have not come up with any topic we usually while we're doing the episode we talk about uh we pick a topic for our patreons mm-hmm. but as of this we have not done it so, so it's good well it'll be a surprise then. yeah so uh stay tuned and mm-hmm. um and also if you want to um if you want to uh email us mm-hmm. maybe give us a topic mm-hmm. for um, the bonus episodes in particular yeah, i think alex at godfather minute mm-hmm. comes to me so uh, we'll see what happens <laughs> alex at godfather comes to me.com <laughs> Yeah, it's very how'd you lovely. ever get that domain Sla- name? Slash dude. in there somewhere too. It's uh, <laughs> backslash. Yeah, so if you have a topic you want us to address, maybe we'll do that. So that's a great uh, idea. So we uh, are trying to find more ways to, to interactive. We want to make it interactive. Make it interactive, and we we want to hear you. We want to hear your voice. Yeah, totally. It's weak. It's weak. It's weak. right now. It's weak. But well, we can we do want something. To be stronger. <laughs> the Don can do something about that. Yeah. <laughs> you think the Don? <laughs> maybe that's one thing we talk about in the bonus material. Oh, that's for a later minute where. How does the Don actually help him uh, rehab his voice? Oh, okay. is, is Don a, a vocal coach? Mm. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to examine that. <laughs> like, stick some uh, wet paper towels in your cheeks. It works for me. Yeah, if anyone is, should have good vocal training, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Don Marlon Brando. It'd be great if Don Corleone is, brings brings Johnny and takes the cotton out and you see Johnny I, I just I've just been doing that for 40 years because it makes it more convincing yeah uh, he gives boss. him the wet paper <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, thanks God Father. oh we really should start practicing our Johnny Fontaine impressions oh he's right now it's a week yeah <laughs> it's weak. it's weak. all right everyone so um we'll be back with another episode next week but until mm-hmm. then Leave the gun, take the cannoli to Godfather Minute. Bam!